You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. And today I am so excited for our third eye episode for the chakra series, because today I have with me, Allison Trimpey. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. I actually was paired with Allison in the initiation circle a couple months ago, and she had some really amazing clairvoyant stuff that came up and using her intuition. I just felt like she would be such a great fit for this chakra. Um, and I'm so happy that you were willing to come on and talk about this. Me too. I am so honored that you even chose me and selected me um, to talk about this because I'm going to be honest. I'm like, I don't know much about chakras, but when I looked up third eye chakra and like what that meant, um, it totally made, made sense being more clairvoyant and whatnot. So yes, you were a natural choice for sure. <laughs> And something I've been starting with each of these episodes, just to kind of get an idea of how people might be experiencing this chakra is if you've felt any blocks in your third eye chakra in the past or currently. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, I would say all the time, actually. Um, I'm human and it's just natural for us to have blocks. I don't love the word blocked. Like, you know, being a newbie on the chakras of, I don't know full detail of what all of them mean to some extent. Yes. But there's not a heavy focus there, but there's something about the word blocked where I'm like, I don't know, that sounds so harsh. Like <laughs> unblocking sounds very difficult, but in general, I, I like to think of it as just a change in your focus. So whether you're just not focused in that area and all the things that entail your third eye chakra um, versus focusing on what kind of you do want that really help with that opening, I would say, if that even makes sense. Yeah, no, I like that perspective for sure. Yeah, um, I do my opinion on the third eye is um, a blocked or less less open third yeah. eye, less aware third eye would be looking at life through kind of rose colored glasses, which I feel like most of us have. And, and I had been too. I mean, these glasses are kind of on and we just see the world in a certain way and we go to work and we do our jobs and we live our lives and we get our paycheck and we we make a living to buy that house that we want with the white picket fence and the dogs and the kids and like that's success and that's our lives and I feel like that is this like rose colored glasses sort of life of what is what the world is about and when you have this sort of I call it like awakening I think that that is actually when your third eye kind of 
opens more or there's more awareness to it is when you have this awakening and it's where you're seeing the world in a new light and a new understanding of, oh my gosh, this is not what life is about. When you understand that we are all connected, every single one of us is connected and is one and we're all here to learn and grow and make each other better and it's not about our level of success that we think success is right it's so internal and looking inside and having this wonderful connection to spirit and this trust and this surrender so anyways that was kind of my um experience with awakening and i think that my third eye just kind of became so focused and clear um, around that time. And, and yeah, just kind of all, all came together. That is such a good way of explaining it. I think it is that shift from like a human focused life to like one that incorporates spirit. It's that like, oh, wait, there's another part of me that I didn't even know I had. Um, I think that's a really good way of, of putting it. Um, and then I was wondering too, because like you had this awakening, how did you then start to connect to your third eye and your intuition? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think honestly, the first big like, wow, was, um, doing a psychic reading and I just realized that there was, you know, an image that just popped up and it just kind of happened. And I was like, where did this come from? Why? Wait, I, this is real? <laughs> oh, this, this is true? You know, I thought I was making this all up. So I think that that was a huge thing about starting to connect to my third eye when I didn't even, I wasn't even asking for it. And that was kind <laughs> of my awakening moment. And I think I've had stages of awakening where that happened and then I just denied it for 10 years and then yeah. do it again. But um, connecting even deeper once you have that realization to your third eye and intuition, which is so important, was through, you know, meditation was huge for me. I started meditating every single day um, at a point in my life last year. And this was before I even had that reading. And I just started practicing a gratitude meditation every day. It really, really helped me just have this sense of calm and this grounding. Um, so I think that that is huge and so important to just stay connected and grounded and just clear your your headspace, this mind that loves to wander and loves to put <laughs> off this doubt and all these thoughts in our head and getting rid of that. Being in nature is another wonderful way to feel that connection. I think everyone can relate to that. Everyone can relate to being in nature. You're on a hike, you get to the top and you're you know, having this wonderful view of mountains all around you. And you can't say that, you know, you don't feel the sense of like um, either inner peace even. Um, and I think inner peace is all about the level of how we do receive intuition and very connecting to that. Um, and a level of surrendering too. So, um, you know, I, I actually, a funny thing is I heard the word surrender for about two months straight, <laughs> five days straight 
I heard it and I was like, what is going on? I'm okay. I got it. You know, like <laughs> message received, <laughs> right? Message received. Cause I used to ask spirit for like big signs. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I just am not going to get signs. It's so difficult for me. It's so hard to trust. But when you have that doubt, obviously it's going to be harder, but they spoke to me very clearly with getting that, you know, surrender for 55 days. So that was another sort of connection to intuition and my third eye um, and listening. I think it is so important to listen and pay attention to those subtleties and believe that it is this higher source or spirit or whatever you want to call it that is communicating to you. If you are seeing or hearing the word surrender for 55 days straight, <laughs> that that is some form of communication from a higher power. Um, and so I think for me, I got that validation when I would do readings because I doubted it in myself so much. And I think spirit did know that I needed like this sort of like shake a bit. And so I would get validation when I did readings for other people and it would be right. And I figured, well, if it's right for them, this same subtlety has to be right for me. And I need to trust my own path more, which helped me to open up that intuition and, and third eye. I really like that because I feel like for a lot of people, it's backwards where they're like, I don't trust myself with other people until I can do this for myself. Whereas like, like you said, it's that trust that you were building with okay, I've heard this 55 times and I'm still questioning it. And it's like, I say that I always make up random numbers. Like I need to hear this 47 times before I'll believe it. And like something a lot of times, but I really enjoy the fact that you were like, I'm going to try this on other people and then see if I believe it for myself. I love that so much. It's so open to be doing it that way. And then because you're talking about psychic readings, you did mention that one of the first things you noticed was like an image that came to your head that you could see that was relevant to someone. Can you talk, because I don't experience clairvoyance that much other than like a memory that I already have or like a knowing of a picture. So can you just maybe describe a little bit what it's like to have uh, an experience clairvoyance? Yeah, so um you know, I think it's, it's interesting because it's very similar to if you were to close your eyes and imagine a place you've been to. Or when I say, when you're grounded and you go on a hike, did you have an image pop up in your head of, you know, being in nature and being on a hike? It's so close to that of having an image of a place that you've been to and it pops up into your mind. Um, and the only difference with clairvoyance, I feel like it's so similar to that where an image does pop into your mind, but the difference is you have no idea where this image came from. And now I'm at a point where I can do it with my eyes open too. So the image will come mm. open or closed, it doesn't really matter. And that's the same thing with daydreaming, right? Your eyes are open and you're daydreaming of something else, um, but it's usually places you've been to. So I think that that's the best way to describe it, where it's, you know, it's the same thing. An image pops up in that way. So I'm seeing it in my mind in that way. And 
I've never seen this image before. It's just kind of random. Whoever I'm reading is kind of how it just coming up. Okay, this is what I'm getting. I'm getting an image of, you know, there's an argument going on, you're fighting with someone. And I'm almost seeing even like the image could be them playing tug of war, like with a rope and there's clearly arguments happening and they're going back and forth. Then I'm sitting in the image or walking around in it. Like my, my soul, I don't know, goes in this image. And now I'm picking up more, more information once I'm walking around in it. Okay, well, I'm seeing what this person this other person on the other side of this tug of war rope is what they look like. It's a man. I'm seeing relationship. It's tied to they're in a relationship. This is a couple between you and this man. This man has describing what he looks like because I'm seeing what he looks like when he's playing, you know, when they were doing this tug of war yeah. argument, bickering and whatnot. And so I'm describing what he looks like. Then I'm also seeing more, more of his features, even his personality. I mean, that's getting a little more into feeling too. So you're mm -hmm. picking up Obviously, we always pick up on all the senses, but there's definitely a visualization of even what his personality is like, how he's acting while they're arguing back and forth. And I'm just like sitting back, like they don't see <laughs> the whole conversation. So it is very interesting. And I do find that when I describe people, it is, you know, it's, it's pretty accurate. Um, I've had people show me images of like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's them that's the person and they'll like pull up an image and show them to me and it's it's funny because it's not a hundred percent who I'm seeing because your mind fills in the gaps you're not going to see like every single pore on this person like you're not getting that detail but it's still enough detail to see this person and whatnot so I hope uh, that, that kind of <laughs> clarify it a little bit yeah, I think that's a great way of explaining it. And I really like the fact that, like you said, you can insert yourself in the situation to like get more detail. I think that's really interesting. And I think with more practice, I feel like I could maybe get there. I'm going to have to work on that, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because all of, I feel like all the mentors that I speak to or teachers and, and books that I read say, you shouldn't be trying, right? Like if True. Then it's then you're not doing it right <laughs> like well this is <laughs> but if you want to do something some way and it's not working <laughs> yeah i think practice is something that like you can come and like leave it alone for a while come back to it see if it's strengthened a little bit from other things that you're doing i think that's a really good visual though i'm glad that you were able to provide some context for that because i think sometimes people imagine that it has to be like this really vivid, like specific way of seeing things. So I think it's a really good way, the way that you walked us through that. And then I was wondering, because you are able to receive these images, are is there any ways that you've learned to follow your intuition from these kinds of like visions or premonitions that you get? Um, yeah. And I feel like I'm repeating myself on this one, but it is like the coolest one that happened <laughs> where I um, was guided spirit. I asked um, the universe and I said, look, I'm unemployed right now. And I just want to make back the money that I lost. And I was very guided to invest in crypto and I invested in like a few different things. I keep calling crypto Bitcoin. I did invest in Bitcoin, but I invested in like a bunch of other 
types of crypto mm -hmm. last year. And it, even with this like dip that's been happening, it's been like hugely successful for me. So um, one of the coolest things I had, one, that was pretty cool because I did get a message from Spirit to invest in it. I asked for the money um, and the word Bitcoin came up or crypto came up three times within less than a week. Wow. Like, okay, this happened like a day after I asked and this is coming up. I can't not invest in this. So I did and it really helped. But then I had this dream that Bitcoin dropped significantly and I woke up in the morning and it was at an all time high. And I messaged like one of my friends who's like, knows so much about this crypto world and I know nothing. I was like, oh yeah, you've invested in crypto. What's crypto? And I was like, I can't even tell you what crypto is. I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he said, you know, you're fine. Everything's fine. This is an all time high. You're crazy that you had this dream about, you know, crypto dropping. And within 24 hours, it had plummeted by 30%. Oh my gosh. Right. So I'm like, okay. Um, one, this is awesome. Two, I didn't do anything about it though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to even sell it at this point. So I needed to figure that out. But, um, it was a great reminder to just uh, trust that, right? Because I had that dream, I woke up and it was an all time high and within 24 hours it had dropped. And wow. it was very clear that, um, that crypto was falling, that I had like, you know, lost, you know, all of this crypto money. So um, I think that that was just a really, really cool one, even though I didn't act on it. And then I think other ones are just in life. Um, this is kind of funny, but even in my dating life, if I meet someone within, it has to be in person, but within five seconds, it's like a green light or a red light, basically like a yes or a no. It's pretty wow. cool. I get a lot of um, green light flashes for a yes, and I get a red X for a no. Um, and that's typical for like yes or no questions. So if I'm doing a reading and someone asks me a question and then if sometimes I don't get an answer for them, sometimes I don't have that yes or no answer. Um, someone asked me if like the person that they were nannying was gonna move and I wasn't getting an exact answer. I'm like, so sorry, I, they're just, I'm not getting, you know, either or. So sometimes that happens too. Um, but I'm also, um, one of the coolest things recently was I fully manifested my job. I'm really big on manifesting. I think that has to do with this, you know, following your intuition, focusing on making a list. I make a list. I write it out when I'm ready to like really manifest something, I will write out what I want. So I wrote out what I wanted in this job and it checked the boxes on every single thing. And I didn't even think a job like this existed because in the world that I, I live in I, or work in is, is sales and like in the furniture world is kind of my, my job that I've been in for the last 10 years. And I just needed to, it was a wonderful little break but I needed to get back to it. Like, um, and you don't, there aren't many jobs where they, they don't work off of, um, 
commission. It's usually a salary and commission base. And one of the things that I put on was salary only. And I just, I was like, that's impossible. Like sales jobs aren't salary only. That just doesn't exist. But lo and behold, I managed to find one that was salary only and had all of these other things on it. I mean, it was just insane. So um, I thought I was manifesting something that was impossible and it did show up. So that just goes to show like never say never. Um, I've manifested my house. I made a full list on that and it showed up a week later, everything on my list. Wow. So I love manifesting. It works so well for me. I don't remember the question anymore, but manifesting needs <laughs> because it's so, it's so awesome. We can have a whole podcast on manifesting. Oh, definitely. I have one in the works, but I think that definitely the fact that you're able to like visualize things and like physically writing them out. Like, I think that also does relate to the third eye and how like you're following your intuition because you know, intuitively what you would want and like what the ideal is. And I love that you just put it out there, even though you're like, this is probably in impossible, but here we go. Here's my list. And then you're like checking all the boxes. Yeah. And third eye is all about that connection to spirit. And I think that's really the point of everything that I really mentioned is this like stronger connection to something that's greater than you, to this higher power, to spirit, whatever you want to call it, that so stems from this third eye. And when you start to trust that and really believe that there is something beyond, then start to play with it a little bit, ask questions, manifest, like that's the fun part. So great, great. You now believe that there's something, you know, beyond this world and, and um, you know, that there's this whole spiritual world. Ask spirit questions, ask them for signs, pay attention to those synchronicities, pay attention to those, you know, the word surrender that you get every day. Or I saw butter, white butterfly every day for three months too. Like, it's just, you pay attention to those things and you really like, I start to get goosebumps now when I recognize it, I'll get that like chill, a body chill of goosebumps. And that is also spirit talking to me. I've learned saying yes, just reinforcing what I'm thinking. And that's the cool part with um, be, being open and connected to your third eye. It is so, so cool. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. Like when you just like learn how to recognize it, that's why I like my podcast is called spirit crumbs because it's just like, I love those little things that show up and then you're giving some really good examples, like asking questions, testing spirit. Are there any other things that you would say have like really helped you strengthen your third eye? You know, I think they're so similar to like ways to connect your third eye and intuition, all of those like meditation and grounding and being in nature and just totally surrendering to the divine, um, paying attention to those subtleties, but um, strengthening would be practicing all those and then consistency is mm. really important for strengthening. Um, and just that awareness, really, that awareness and that real, true, full belief. And as that gets stronger, um, that third eye gets stronger too. So don't put a lot of pressure on it. I just feel yeah. like the whole thing on like, oh, you know, you're, you're closed or your, your third eye is closed or blocked or whatnot. It feels like it's so hard to open, but just understand that it's not. 
It's not, it's really just a focus. You don't have to actually focus on that spot between your eyes, in my opinion. I really don't think you need to do that. I think it's just really a, an understanding of something greater than us. And then, like I said, kind of playing around with that and, and, and asking spirit questions and like hearing back and listening to that. So um, I think that's so important, but there are certain tools like meditation and being in nature and having that time to just quiet your mind and focus on the internal is, um, is really important. And I was kind of forced to do that um, a bit ago and it helped me tremendously. Yeah, I agree. I don't like, I, I use the word block because I think that's what people come to these kinds of things where they're like looking for that information. Like I feel like I'm blocked. What can I do? But yeah, I think it's a process and like everyone has a different process. So like, just because it may not look like my description from the last episode or Allison's description, you'll have your own. And part of the way that we do that is of course, through spirit crumbs and like following those spirit crumbs and seeing where they lead you and being curious. And so I was wondering if you had any examples of the spirit crumbs that have kind of led you to where you are now. Yeah, I, um, I kind of mentioned I, I had to um, really focus and strengthen um, my third eye and, and really look inward. Um, and that was really because I was dealt with some, some health issues and I really struggled. Um, and it led to just, I mean, I was so disconnected from my mind, body and spirit. And these health issues kept getting worse because I was so disconnected. So I was forced to pay attention to that, um, where, you know, I couldn't eat food without being in pain. Like, so it was, it really led me to searching. Okay. Let's search for a solution. Let's search for something here. And I focused on my physical body and I focused and I worked with a, um, I worked with Western medicine doctors, um, for a bit before, before I hit this huge roadblock and I was not finding any solution. So I like just stopped. And then I hit this huge roadblock and then I went to naturopaths, um, which I had always been a bit like four completely four naturopaths. Um, and so it was an easy transition, but um, I focused so much on my physical body. And then I realized I needed to focus on my, like my mental state. Um, and so I focused on like being in this more positive mindset and not saying, oh, I'm ill, I'm sick, you know? <laughs> and then I focused on, I was, I stopped focusing on all the negatives, like the fact that like, all my hair was falling out because I had low hormones and like, it was so easy to like get into that mental state. So mm. I changed my um, train of thought and then I was still missing one more aspect, which was spirit. So it was really this first body and then mind and then spirit. And that's when I discovered, you know, all these, all of these really were spirit crumbs. I just yeah. didn't realize it until I really opened and had that awakening and had that um that moment of this I mean really coming from this third eye spot of awakening of understanding what it's all about and what life's all about and how this these health issues really were meant to shape me and bring me to my purpose because I never would have discovered that um 
if it weren't for going through this. So I totally surrendered. And now I'm at a point where I can't stop learning. I mean, I'm learning so many different things. I'm like certified in Reiki level one now. I'm certified as a medical intuitive. I want to take so many more classes and it's just like, you can't stop. It's so fun and exciting. I mean, as you know, too. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. That's something we have in common for sure. I want to learn all the things and be able to help people and share that with as many people as possible. So I definitely feel that from you as well is this like need to like know more things to be able to share them. And then of course to help ourselves too. <laughs> right. And I think that's a good lesson for anyone where anyone who's listening right now and they just feel like they don't know, you know, they don't know what their purpose is. Follow those things that you want to lo- learn more about. Follow those things that really make you happy and excited. And who cares what it is? Who cares if you enjoy, you know, crocheting on the weekends with your girlfriends? Like, great. Then that's one of the things. Like, then keep doing that, you know? So it could be like the smallest thing that you think is meaningless. The things that we think are meaningless are usually the things that our heart craves the most. And usually that's what's guiding us and leading us towards our purpose right like an artist where they make their art and they're like you know ashamed of it or they you know they kind of get like weirded out about showing it to people it's that this is like our art and our craft is usually your purpose so yes absolutely I totally agree I think it's those like like I said like whatever the curiosity is like you said whatever you're like I just want to know more about this you don't have to know why you don't have to I think it's that that idea that we have to do something with it we have to like prove that it's worth our time and I think you're right I think doing it just because you want to do it is what leads you to your purpose not like finding the most like productive or like profitable thing it's what do you love that you could do for hours and lose track of time? I think that's such a good point. And then you mentioned that you've done a few certifications. I know you've been doing a lot of different kinds of readings. And I'd love for you to let us know kind of what offerings you have. If somebody really is feeling drawn to your energy and wants to book some sort of a session with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am doing psychic soul readings. Um, I do some mediumship as well. If it like comes up in the readings, kind of whatever comes up. I've done some animal communication and animal mediumship too. That's come up, which is oh cool. It's just kind of like I'll take you know whatever whatever comes to me, and then um and then medical intuition too. So, um. Right now I'm booking as it's just called a soul reading, but it's really whatever, um, whatever comes up and is needed. Um, I'm getting a lot of, you know, if someone is having a health issue and that's what they want to focus on, if someone had, um, you know, an animal who passed, you know, and and that's part of the focus Um, and getting a lot of, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life or the job or how long is this going to last or what is my future going to be? Relationships, what's the future going to be with the relationship? Um, I've had all sorts of just different relationship things come up lately and a lot of just work life purpose, helping people mm. kind of find their purpose and, and just be on the right track, either confirming that they're on the right track or helping them make those little shifts to get there. But 
it's funny because sometimes you do a reading and you're like, thank you so much for that. That helped me. And it just helped confirm things I already know, right? Which is really a great sign of your intuition is already there. You know, you're just getting that confirmation, which does put people at ease. So I think it's actually good that you just went into detail about what people come to you for, because some people sometimes think, oh, well, she didn't mention that she does relationship readings. But I think what people that's a good example of explaining, like if you see that somebody does soul readings, it's anything your soul needs to hear. So I think it's great to make that point that it's a little bit more open-ended to see like what you need at that time, because sometimes we think we need one thing, but it's really something else that's going to show up. So I think that's such a great, a great idea for people who maybe aren't sure who to go to. And it seems like Allison can help you in a lot of areas of your life. I know my reading with her was super accurate and I really still, I even was able to have some visuals from what she described to me. So I really appreciate that you were able to come on and share about your experiences and how you use your intuition. Yeah, thank you so much. And I do have to say that my we did, we exchanged. And so my tarot reading I had with you was so awesome too. So <laughs> you are very good at what you do for sure. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I really loved our exchange. I feel like this is only the second time we've spoken and we just, I feel like we get along so well. So hopefully we'll have you back for something at some point. Cause I'm sure th as things shift, we'll have more things to talk about. Well, thank you so much, Allison. This has been a great chat and I hope to see you again, or I guess hear you again on my podcast another time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.